Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. Parker. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studio. We'll do it live. What a day. That's all I can say. I mean, you had Major League NBA trade superstars involved. Questions all over the place. I mean, contenders affected, and yet the Lakers do nothing. Well, Coming they, off the worst loss, according to James Worthy, in franchise history. So I, I know it's man, bad because it cost me money last night. You know, I was banking you, on you that. You were banking on them beating the Portland's G League team, and they couldn't do it. They killed Russell me last Westbrook. night. Unbelievable. Well, we will get into that and so much more here at the L.A. Convention Center Radio Row. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studio. So for the next three hours, keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83, however you may be listening. What's up, Mr. Chris Broussard? What's up, man? It's good to see you. We just had lunch together. So, yes. You know. I, I want to clear up a couple things. We did have lunch, and we saw Kevin Johnson. We yes. were at his restaurant fixings wow. right there on Food L.A. Live. Delicious. Delicious. Seasoning Absolutely. was great on the chicken. Uh, Chris had the waffles, chicken and waffles. And yes. Rob G., Right? I can't believe Rob this is G first had time eating soul food. Soul food for the very first time. I don't know what that says, Rob G. Rob I don't G. think it's good. It's, it says where I live that they don't have a lot of soul food restaurants. And did you like it? It was you good. You only eat in your neighborhood? Chris, I'm not big time. I'm not Stop international. It. I don't got a private Stop jet <laughs> to escort me all across it, the can country. Can you imagine what Rob G would look at like if he ate soul food? He's oh, husky, he'd be, not eating oh, soul food. Uh, uh, <laughs> I look like Zion Williamson? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> the new Zion. But, but I got news for you, Rob G. Eating soul food, you're not going to play basketball better. You're not going to dance better. <laughs> I'm going to jump higher. And, no. He thought he and, was. He was hoping you know, some of that and, stuff would and, kick in. And, 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 you know, you might grow a little bit, but not where you want to. So oh, I'm just like, <laughs> Lillian, Lillian, look, it's a family show, Rob. We got kids watching and everything. Literally. <laughs> I knew Dude, that. Please excuse him. Excuse him. All right, let's get into it. We got this, the super producer, Rob G., of course, right here. We got our man, DJ Alex Teichert, on the ones we and missed. the twos. We missed for lunch. No Alex. Yeah, he can't join us. I don't know, guys. I feel like I'm not the crew anymore. No, that's not said. true. You were invited, but yes. you chose not to it's come. It's all good. I'll find you guys a new guy. And, it is and, what it and is. And we brought food for Elijah, our social media grits. guru. He wanted grits. And Elijah, thumbs up or down on the grits? Oh, he loved the grits. Grits. I told him, man, they had gumbo and everything. Yeah. He wanted grits, so. We got them. Okay, and uh, of course, on the update. Hey, Steve is our man Steve DeSager. All right, Rob, let's get to it. The Nets and the Sixers, the trade that had been rumored for the last few days. It happened. Happens, and it's basically James Harden for uh, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, uh, Andre Drummond, and a couple of first-round draft picks. So the Nets got a lot. 
Uh, what do you think? What's your thoughts on the deal? Who I, won? I think, Who won the trade? I think the Nets won the trade from this standpoint. Chris and, and Rick Buecher talked about it. The Nets not only, okay, you got a guy who doesn't want to play there. If, if James Harden made it clear. You don't want to play. If you don't right. want to play, right. you, you don't want to do that gig and force somebody to stick around. You, you get a trade. You get a guy who you can implement. Uh, you, you know, you don't know where his head is, so there's a little bit of a risk there, right? But he might be able to fit in or he will be able to fit in with the well, pieces they have. Definitely fits, fits in. Right. And they also get two first-round picks back. They also weaken them a little bit by taking Steph Curry. Seth, and they, yeah, right, Seth, Seth Curry, I'm sorry. And, and, and they get Drummond in it. I think they wanted – who did they want instead? They wanted Matisse Thibault. Right, right. And but, they settled they for settled, Andre Drummond. Yeah. But I think that they got, like, at least they got a star back. They got somebody who who uh, was looking for a fresh start and a new situation. And I don't think that they stepped all the way back, like, oh, my God. Like, oh, they didn't step back at, at all. all. And right. so, so I like the trade for the Nets. And if you're Philly, you're hoping, Chris, that James Harden is going to play better than he had uh, of late and that it'll work and that they haven't taken so much from their team that they'll still be able to be in the hunt and in the running. So I think it worked out for best, but I'm taking the Nets in it because they get the first-round picks that they want, and they gave up a ton to get James Harden, so they got that back. Yeah, look, on paper, it's, I, I, honestly, on paper, it's good for both teams. And like you said, I, I didn't think they should make the Harden trade. I thought they should – Try to give it a shot. They've only played 16 games right. with the three stars together. But if they, if, but if he came tells to them, right? you, look, I won out, you could see it in his body language, but you were hoping after the trade deadline he'd be all right. But when he tells you, I won out, my heart's not in it, then go ahead and move him. You, you, you got a haul for him. And so on paper, from the Nets' perspective, I do like it a lot. If Ben Simmons is the Ben Simmons he was – before the meltdown in the playoffs, then he's a great fit because said he's that. a You've great defender. Right. Yep, he can pass it. He's a big he guy. He can score, but he scores. He doesn't shoot jumpers, but he can score near the rim. Yeah, like if in Jersey or Brooklyn, you can play him inside, right? So I like him there. He can push the ball in transition and get you some easy buckets there. But the one question, obviously, Seth Curry helps because they needed shooting it without Joe Harris there. They needed and, shooting, and he's been missing all year. Like people forget about oh, yeah, Joe Harris. Yeah. You know, like he's a big piece of that too. Right. And Andre Drummond and Simmons help. Their rebounding and defense was deficient, and size. So they got bigger. They improved their rebounding and they improved their defense. So I don't know how much Drummond will play, but he's a big body that can help you if you need somebody to go in there and give you a few minutes banging. So. I like it on paper for them. Brooklyn or Philadelphia, same thing. You got a superstar now well, to you pair with Joel Embiid. You still got Tobias Harris. So it's a big three. I mean, Tobias, you know, not quite a star, but a very good player. So that's your big three. But, Rob, the questions with both teams are off the paper. Where is Ben Simmons' head at? We don't know. Now, I think, I think he's going to play after the All-Star break. Right. He's going to join the team on the road in their next game, but not obviously not be ready to jump in yet. Right. But and we've seen guys get the yips before. And he had them. Is that go away automatically because you're in Philadelphia? And I think there were already issues with him mentally because he wouldn't shoot the ball for his first three, four years in the league. Right. So he's still not shooting. So he does. there's some issues there. And here's the other thing with the Nets, Rob. 
when they're not at home, Kyrie can't play. Right. Now, we'll see. Is that mandate going to be lifted? New York State's lifted it. Yeah, not but New not York the city. city. But, right, it's a separate ordinance. It's the same thing here in L.A. In, in California, Rob G., correct me. Like, the state is lifted, but, but the not city, LA. not L.A., the city ordinance is still in place. They expect to lift it soon. Right. And, and it might happen in New York as well, Chris. And who knows? He might be ready for the playoffs if, Kyrie's if they do there, it in April. You love it. I mean, because Simmons, even if he's still not shooting a jumper, you don't really need him. So when Kyrie's there, now I got two bona fide scores in Durant and Kyrie. And Simmons can just do what he does. And then a great shooter in Seth. And, you know, you, the other guys will score around Kyrie and Durant. But when Kyrie's not there, now Seth becomes your second guy. He's not quite that, you know, and that's where the challenges are. So, look, I think there's questions. Mark, and then Harden, man, look, we'll get into Harden. But uh, we'll see how what kind of fit it is because they've been running everything through Embiid. And, look, Harden's played with a bunch of stars. And, and, and now they're starting and to pile up. Yeah. Okay, and, and I think – if he goes to Philadelphia, he goes to Philadelphia, and this doesn't work out, man. It's going, you know, like it's going to be on him. He's the right. one who's had right. six, seven big time players to play with, right? And you can't use that as an What's, excuse why anymore. Why don't you have a ring? Exactly, like like, on, dude. like you've been paired with everybody, right. everybody and their uncle, the and White you don't have Howard, anything. Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook. Uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie, Kevin Durant and Westbrook. Now I give it, I give you that you were young, but yeah, now Embiid. I mean, come on, dude. If you're that level that we've all thought you were and said you were, then go get a ring. And so we'll get in more into Harden later because you know the way he left Brooklyn, eh, not not the best way to leave. But he got what he wanted, and now he's got to deliver. So we will see what James Harden is able to do. But, yeah, I think if I got to pick a winner, uh, I think I picked the Nets. Uh, but, like I said, I need Kyrie no, there. Right. And, you, need need, and you also there. need to see where, where Ben Simmons is after this. Right. Uh, you know, like if he returns, as you said before, and, and plays, then they're going to be in a good spot. If not, if it's the same issues, then it, it, might, it might wind up being bad. And – Let's see where James Harden is and his health. You know, you keep having these issues. Right, right. Like, what if he, what if he comes if up lame? is real, right? Right, he comes and up Philly lame in Philly. And, and if they lose that, then yeah. it's a big time the other way. Absolutely. Because they be lost honest. Seth, then they – Drummond would – you know, Drummond, right. they didn't need as much. But, yeah, no, it's, it's question marks galore. As much as people seem to really like it, a lot of guys like it for Brooklyn and some for Philly, but there are a lot of question marks in it. All right, we're going to throw it out to you guys. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Who do you think won the big trade, Brooklyn or Philadelphia? Your turn to win with Chris and Rob. The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's the I Couple, Chris and Rob live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. You know what this song means. It means it's a TV theme song Thursday. And uh, we got Trey Wingo, Caesar Sportsbooks, wow. Chief Trends Officer. Our former colleague over at the old station, he'll join us at the bottom of the hour. But until then, it's your turn to shine. What do you think about the trade? Who won? Who lost? Philadelphia, Brooklyn, your turn to weigh in. All right, let's do that. Uh, Let's kick it off with Tim in Ontario, California. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What you got, Tim? Odd Couple. What's up, guys? What up, man? How are you? Man, I'm doing good, bro. That trade deadline was great, huh? Yeah, it was. Turned out well for James Harden. Uh, the Nets won basketball-wise on the court, but the Phillies' nightlife, they won. <laughs> oh, James yeah. Harden. I don't know how good that is for the Sixers, but. Yeah, you know what? And it's that's probably, the point. You know, with, with James Harden coming to Philadelphia, there's a lot of young women going to grad school now. They can afford it. <laughs> yeah, he's going to make a lot of donations. Uh, oh, man. I, I, it's, a, it's unfortunate when you hear that, hey, Meek Mill was a part of this um, right, that's of him his trying boy. to get to Philly. Right, right. That's one reason it's he like, wanted to get to Philly. Come on, man. Stop it. Right. You, you got you to gotta think about what's on the court. That's what you – and you're going to get into it later. But it's just crazy. But the Nets, you know, they, they salvaged what they could with the ugly situation of him tanking games, which is the, the most Second bizarre time thing ever. in about a year. Come on, man. Right. At, at, some, exactly. at, at some point, people are going to turn their nose. And we've seen, Chris, even like veteran players who weren't happy with LeBron just changing teams. Forget about tanking. What are they going to think about James Harden? And we'll talk about that in the final right. hour more about uh, James Harden. I know we got another call here, yeah. but let me just say this. There Thanks was, a lot for the there call. There was a Tim. tweet last night by a woman named Hillary. I just gave James Harden a lap dance. He told me he's a sixer. Wow. Are you serious? Yes. And then as, last the, tra- night. as, as the trade broke, he replied back, told you. <laughs> so now they're breaking stories. Uh, right. hey, that's the new world we live well, in. Well, you know, I saw her name on the byline with uh, Woj. It was uh, <laughs> it was Peaches Woj. <laughs> that's what I saw. All right, ESPN, I'm not mad at you. Mark from Sacramento, you're on the odd couple, Fox Sports Radio. What up, Mark? What's going on, gentlemen? What's up, man? Hey. Hey, guys, I know I'm breaking the one-call-a-week rule, but That's this is right. NBA. Yeah, this is a NBA big hurricane, We'll man. let it go. <laughs> yes, go we'll ahead, go. Well, um, first of all, what you think about that big Kings move? Everybody's killing the Kings. I don't mind it. No, I, I, they did they all right. They got Sabonis. Sabonis well, can ball. Know, they got I was going to say, he, he's yeah. a solid player. I mean, I think he's got the two-time All-Star. Right. Yeah, I think they did good if they can keep him. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Him and yeah. Fox. That's who they're going to try to team. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think the the rest of the top teams in the East won. 
because now these guys are having to retool. They got to try to figure out a way to get these guys incorporated. Kyrie's still unvaccinated. James, right. you know, he, and so there's a lot of moving pieces. And we talked about this last year, you know, when these guys came together, the moving pieces, and we did it with the Clippers. Well, here you go again. You got right. these moving pieces. No, that's a good call. And, and, that's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I do feel like I, right now, I think Milwaukee's got to be the favorite. Just because of continuity no, and, I get and all that. that right. I think that. Because these I, teams got to retool. Yeah, you got to wait and see how it right. all comes together and, and, and also where Ben Simmons is. Now, yep. it, could be, it could change, Chris. You he could, could see be it. great. You could see it together and go, oh, wait a minute. Right. And, and, and they got Seth and, and uh, Harris is making threes again. And all of a sudden you look and go, oh, they right. got a lot of stuff going on. Right. Let's go to uh, JC, uh, CJ, I should say, in Illinois. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, CJ? CJ. All right, CJ's gone. Uh, how about Jerry in Virginia Beach? You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Jerry? Hey, what's going on, guys? How y'all doing tonight? Doing good. good. Man. How are you? What up? Hey, hey, I'm doing great, man. I'm on the way home from work. You know, just chilling, listening to you guys like I do every night. Thank you. Um, but here's the, of course, man. Here's the thing. The reason I think the Nets won, they won off Seth alone, 100%. Seth Curry. I'm a Mavericks fan. I've been watching him since he's been with the Mavericks. He himself, man, he can put a lot, a lot of light on a bad team. I'm not gonna lie. The thing is, I think that Ben Simmons, if somebody's going to get him out of where he was or where he is, I think KD can do it. I think that he can go up, let him know, say, hey, man, I don't know what's going on down there, but you're with us now. You're, you know, I'm not saying Joel Embiid's not a big dog, but you're with the big dogs now. We're going to need you. So step it up mm-hmm. if you want to get this ring and make it happen. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much of a leader KD is, but you know, maybe. But I'll say this: he, do, Ben Simmons, does have a relationship with Patty Mills, and and, and and they're they're both from Australia. He calls Patty like his big brother, so that was a part of the Nets thinking that hey, we, we'll be able to get through put our him. arms around this guy and you know get and, the best. And here's out another of thing, Chris, that's kind of weird about this whole thing: Ben Simmons can totally wipe out that bad chapter in Philadelphia. Yep. If he goes there and is the player people think he could be and they win a championship oh, or get absolutely. to the finals, absolutely. then he's like, look at what Ben Simmons yep. did. Like, like he has something to it play looks for. It like it was Philly. Right? He yep. has something to play for yep. in that situation. No question. No question. Uh, Leo in New York, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Leo? Uh, Leo. Hello, guys. How Good, are you? Man. How are you? Not much, not much. Uh, okay, for this on this trade, I think both teams kind of you know did well. I mean, the oh, the Sixers are getting a player who actually is going to play for them instead of a guy sitting at home. I All mean, right. I know his hamstring says he's you know he's not feeling well, but you know if you're sitting in the joint, you last night getting you know a lap dance. I mean, I'm pretty sure your hamstring is pretty fine. So, no, she was on the other leg. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, hey, you would know about that, Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but down the line, I feel like in the immediate time, the six are one because they actually got a player we can play now for the, on the net side of things. Right now at home, it's Ben Simmons and the other guys, well, no right. Kyrie. That's the How thing. much they can that offense score. produce? What did you say? You know, at home right now, at Barclay, it will be Ben Simmons and the other guys. Right. How much can that offense produce, you know? Right, Until right. KD comes back and Kyrie comes, you know, on on the road. So I feel like for, for now, 
the Sixers won, but when it comes to you know the five-year contract of James Harden that's coming oh, up, the you last also have few to think years that are going to be a disaster. When he's exactly. 38, yeah. they're paying oh, yeah. him 37, 38, and they're paying him 60 million. It's going to be a disaster. But look, if they get a championship out of it, they'll be fine. Right. It'll be worth. That's it. what they want more than anything, and that's what you got to look at. Uh, Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Is the number. All right. We got our man Trey Wingo coming up in a moment. He's the chief trends officer at Caesar Sportsbook, also the host of the Half Forgotten History podcast. But first, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, it is the Odd Couple back live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And our next guest is courtesy of Caesar Sportsbook. He's a chief trends officer, also the host of the Half Forgotten History podcast. You definitely got to check that out. And he creates weekly NFL content for Caesar Sportsbook with his hit show. It's called Trey's Trends. And on that show, he tells the stories behind the odds ahead of every NFL weekend and dives into cultural moments in football. And, Rob, Caesar Sportsbook, they recently unveiled – you'll like this being, you know, you're such a better. Yes. They recently unveiled their most extensive prop betting menu, okay, ever in the Super Bowl. So here's some of the highlights of the, the prop betting. Obviously, the opening coin toss outcome. Right. right? Are you doing any prop bets? I'll probably do some. You know which one I always remember? The biggest one was the one with the safety as the first play. Okay. Do you remember that with with Peyton Manning? Yeah. Like, like that was a prop bet. Like, has it ever happened other than that? No, I don't. I, I think that was like. Rob G, do you remember? Was that yeah? The, no, it wasn't the first play of the game. Was it was the first score of the first game. First score of the game would be a safety. Somebody made big somebody money. made yeah, big money on that. But, the and odds and, and of it's that. because of that that our friend like Lamar Mitchell, MGM Grand. That's why they put a, a cap on prop bets because there's no way to forecast that kind of stuff. You know what right. I mean? So they'll right. give you like somebody fifty to up, one odds. Somebody put say, a thousand dollars right max. And that's it. How somebody, much did that guy make on that? Because there was no cap at that time. Oh, I gotta look it up, but I know it was something obscene because. It Trey, was. Is Trey with us? Okay, Trey Wingo. Trey, what's up, Trey, man? Trey, what up? How are we, boys? We are great. We are great. We already introduced you. We talked about Caesar Sportsbook, Trey's Trends, and we were just getting into the prop betting menu, the most extensive that Caesar Sportsbook just released. Um, tell us some about some of the – I mean, we got the first touchdown score – Will there be a safety? The fridge bet, of course, yeah. is is that is that the William Refrigerator Perry or or what? Yeah, is that? yeah. Well, Tell me about yeah, that. Yeah, that. Yeah, that, that, I'm glad you brought that up because the fridge bet was like the bet that started the whole prop bet craze. Caesar's Palace put it up in 1986 at a Super Bowl 20 that Fridge would score a touchdown in the game, and uh, it, you know he did obviously in the third right. quarter, and uh, it sort of it sort of started the whole prop bet craze. So now we phrase it this way. Will a defensive player score an offensive touchdown? And we phrase it that way because 
you know, we've only had that happen three times. Fridge did it, and Mike Vrabel caught two touchdown passes to the linebacker. Tom Brady. So it's not a pick six or anything. It's got to be it's, like it's an not, offensive. Yeah, exactly. It's an right. offensive score. It's an offensive score by a defensive player. Because we've had tons of those. Like you said, pick sixes, Malik Jackson right. covered a fumble for a touchdown in Super Bowl 50. Super Bowl 50. So it's got to be a little more unique. But that's always a fun one because in this day and age, we're seeing guys, so many offensive linemen, you know, get thick yeah. sixes out, yeah. out, of, out of sets. It's a, it's a fun way to sort of uh, you know, have, a, have a fun thing on the line. Is there any type of Leon Let bet? Like, I mean, really, that you know, will will somebody return a touchdown and get stripped right before the goal line or something like that? I'll, I'll give you like ten million to one on that one. <laughs> I, I had a problem with the fridge one because I think Mike Ditka ch- cashed a ticket. Cause Walt, cause, <laughs> well, that was supposed to be Walter. Because Walter Payton didn't score a touchdown yeah. and he no, gave he it didn't. to the fridge, and that was always one of the like biggest crimes going for real. Oh, you're you're a hundred percent right, and Ditka to this day regrets it. Like he can't believe he did it. You can even tell Walter. On the sidelines of that Super Bowl, oh, yeah, yeah. he was sick. Everybody was he bothered was, by he that. He was pissed. Yep. He was not happy. No. And, and I don't know how you forget. How that. do you forget? You got one of the greatest <laughs> right. running backs and ever. And it was a blowout. It right. wasn't like, hey, we really need this exactly. touchdown. You right. know what I mean? Right. Uh, I, I do a prop bet. I want to put a thousand dollars down on uh, Matt Stafford's first pick six. Is there a, a prop bet for that? <laughs> There's a prop bet for everything, my friend. And you, and you guys mentioned safety. I'll tell you, that's a really good one because we haven't had a safety in the Super Bowl since Super Bowl 48 when the, the Broncos hiked the ball over Peyton's head on the first right. play from scrimmage. And right. that's, the and, and longest, that's the longest stretch we've gone without a safety in Super Bowl history. So wow. it's plus 800, and I feel like that one's due. I wouldn't you know think what safeties guy, would be that kind. The guy who the won Bowl. that one, he bet $500 and won $25,000 on wow. that prop bet. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, we're, we're, I think, I really think we're due for a safety in this game. Trey, where are you? Uh, can you, so like, do you have a pick in this game? Kind of where are you leaning? A lot of people think the Rams, some think a blowout. I think Rob's leaning Bengals. Bengals where where are you under. at on this game? Well, listen, here's, I, I don't think we're going to have a blowout. Um, the, the Bengals just, that they don't like if if they didn't get blown out last week down 18 points in right. in Kansas City, like I just don't see them like getting routed. Um, they're it could be a great little nugget here. Uh, Joey Joey Burrow is uh, as the Bengals starting quarterback is seven and three as a uh, as a starter and, and as an underdog this year. If he wins the Super Bowl, he'll go eight and three as an underdog. The last guy to do that. Mm was Tom Brady in 2001 wow. who went 8 and 3 and finished that eighth one with the win in Super Bowl 36 against the wow. Rams. Wow. Well, you brought up Brady. Obviously, there've been a lot of comparisons between these two. Do you like those? You think they're fair and accurate or what? Or or is it premature, Trey? Well, let me put it this way. Absolutely it's premature because but let me explain. Yeah, it's premature, but I see the similarities. And, and I'll even say it's more like Montana to me than it is to, to, to Brady. Brady. Okay. Because, like, nothing bothers Joe. Like, you know, he's down 21-3 to three to the Chiefs, and he, he just – he never got upset or rattled. And there's this great story that we had when he was drafted, and it was from an, his AAU basketball coach when he was nine years old. They were down eight points with 30 seconds to play. And Burrow scored the last nine points of the game to win the tournament. He was fouled seven straight times and made seven straight uh, foul shots. 
his coach was a sociology professor at Ohio University. And after the game, he told Joe's parents, your child has the same instincts as a first responder or a policeman or a serial offender. Ability to disassociate himself from the moment. And uh wow. he's like he, he'll either he'll either be really good or he could use his power for evil. So <laughs> thankfully he's using it as a quarterback and not something right. else. Well, that is interesting. That, that is, is an interesting story. We're, uh when you talk about underdogs and, and the Bengals, just what this could do, I mean, or shake up the NFL for a team to come out of nowhere and win. When's the last time, Trey, we saw something of this magnitude, a team that won four games last year, their star quarterback was hurt most of the year, and they were in the Super Bowl. Do we have that? You know, the only thing I can compare it to, like literally, is the Cowboys of the 80s and early 90s. You know, they were 1-15 in mm. in 89. And then won the Super Bowl in 92. But, guys, they were the worst team in football in 2020 or, or in, 20, in 2019. And then in, in two short seasons, they're one win away from being having the first overall pick to right. the Super Bowl, which is absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Do you th- we were talking, Rob and I were talking about this yesterday, Aaron Donald. And, you know, you've heard Raheem Morris, the defensive coordinator for the Rams, say, like, everybody in that building is doing it for Donald and all this stuff. How important do you think it is for him as a defensive player? Because, obviously, they don't get judged by rings like quarterbacks do. But many of them that have been at his level, Lawrence Taylor, Deion Sanders, Ronnie Lott, Ray Lewis, you can go on and on. Many of them, most of them, I'd say, won Super Bowls. Uh, to kind of seal their legacy. Do you think uh, – how much do you think Donald really kind of needs this ring to really solidify his tremendous legacy? I mean, look, I'm a, I'm a big – I'm not a ring counter, guys, and I, I understand that a lot of people are. Like, I don't need – Dan Reno doesn't a ring, need a ring for me to know how right. good he was as a quarterback. I, I just don't – I don't buy that. Um, Aaron Donald is – an absolute beast. Would it help? Yeah, like LT didn't get his soup. You know, he got a Super Bowl in 1986, uh, seven, eight right. seasons in, 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 into his campaign. Um, it would certainly be great. And he got another one in '90 when they, you know, upset San Francisco in the championship game where they didn't cut, score a touchdown. They kicked five field goals to beat right. this one, 15 to 13. So, yeah, I mean, it would certainly help. But I, I don't think Hall of Fame voters would be swayed one no, way or the he's other getting in by, that, by right. that. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and if I know everybody's putting Matthew Stafford in the Hall of Fame and he's winning the Super Bowl and the MVP, uh, if he doesn't win, how do we look at this? This team was built. They've already been to the Super Bowl without Stafford a few years ago. What would that yep. do if Stafford doesn't play well, you know, and, and they don't win? Well, Stafford's interesting, Rob, because, like, as much as it's sort of this feel-good story, he got, he got out of Detroit and, you know, he's waited forever for this moment. He made the game-ending play for his team in the, in the championship game. They just didn't catch it. Like, that interception to Jaquiski Tart was right. the easiest interception he'll ever have <laughs> in his life. It was an arm punt, like, right down the middle of the field with 1.30 to play in the game. I mean, that's a game-ender. And luckily for him, he didn't catch it. Now, after that, they went ahead and scored the winning points. I get that. But, you know, Matthew is a mixed bag. Like, here's the yeah. good. 41 touchdown passes, second only to Tom Brady. That's great this season. 17 interceptions, tied a rookie, Trevor Lawrence, for the most interceptions this season. So Stafford is, he's, he's, look, I hope he does well, and I hope it, 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 but 
I'm not sold on Stafford one way or the other yet. And he's only 34. That's the other thing. Like we're seeing, you know, Tom Brady played another decade. Right, past. he's got time. Plus, yeah, so I think he's got seven, eight years to define his legacy. I, before you go, Trey, I want to get your thoughts on this. You heard Tom Brady's podcast where he he's just not coming yeah, back, waffled, and, 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 and I'm not saying he is, but some people think he is. And he definitely sounded like he could. What do you think about what he said and the possibilities of a comeback? Um, I don't think it'll be a Brett Favre situation that one summer where we were all staking out his house and killed Mississippi. Like, I don't right. think that's going to be the case. <laughs> and I also think that if he does decide to come back, uh, Giselle might say, see ya. So right. I, I, think that, I think that there are other things. Like, I think he's just being honest. Like, he doesn't know how he'll feel because he's the most competitive dude I've ever met in my life. Like, you know, there was a, there's a great story about him. Uh, they were playing, the Patriots were playing a charity basketball game against Foxborough, Massachusetts, policemen and firemen. And they were losing after three quarters. And Tom Brady lit into his, his teammates. We are bleeping <laughs> professional athletes. We are not bleeping losing to a bunch of bleeping local firemen and, and policemen. And no, no disrespect to firemen or policemen, but he was right, just saying, you know, right. we're, this is what we do. And so they went out and destroyed him in the fourth quarter and won by like 10 points. So wow. He, like, he just he I don't I really think he doesn't know what it's going to be like when he doesn't have that outlet for his competitive juices. All right, that's our man Trey Wingo, Caesar Sportsbook Chief Trans Officer. Also check him out, the host of the Half Forgotten History podcast. Thanks, Trey. Appreciate it. You got it, guys. Anytime. All right, brother. Peace. All right, as we saw last night, Russell Westbrook is not the only problem. With the Lakers, my goodness. We'll get into that next. Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio, live from the L.A. Convention Center and Radio Row. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. To a That's not the real song, though. In the sky. That's not the real song. We're moving on. Listen, listen. What version is this, man? That sounds like the hillbilly version. CB, catch a ball, then talk to me. Piece of the pie. <laughs> what version is that? Fish don't fry in the that kitchen. Get her up. Dubois. Don't burn on the grill. Get her up. Took a whole is that lot Dolly of trying. I took to get up that hill. Now we're up in the big league. Does not turn a bat. Long as we live, you and me, baby. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's what Rob G sang when we left the restaurant after his first soul food meal. <laughs> <laughs> Rob G was break dancing on his way out the restaurant. Man. All right, it's the Odd Couple live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, and it's time for Shekel City. Welcome to Shackle City, the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. Hey, hey Chris, Shackle City not yet sponsored by Caesar Sportsbook, but it will happen soon. Last night, I had a chance of going three for three again, which would have been six picks in a row. And Rob G's you always Lakers. talking about hypotheticals. No, I, I won Shackle three in a City. row last the night before, right? Rob G, right? And I had two out of three last night. And Rob G's Lakers did it to me big time. They hurt me for the tune of 350 Ooh-wee. shekels. Because I thought that they were going to bounce back and beat 
Who are, who's playing for the Trailblazers, Chris? Nobody. It was the Rucker Park All-Stars. Right. I could not the believe that they didn't win that game. And, and I was like, what? Forget about coverage. It shouldn't have lost. even been close. Right. Anyway. They had right. LeBron and AD. Still couldn't pull it out. All right, here we go. Shekel City tonight. Chris, I don't know. I where where are you on the Raptors? Can you help me with the Raptors? I don't know what Raptors kind of, play their dudes forty minutes a night, and they win. <laughs> so though. they win. Yes, and you know what? Tonight they playing tonight. They're playing the Rockets. Seven. Uh, their How favorite seven? seven and a half. I'm going to take the Raptors. They're on the road in Houston. Also, I, I don't got mind that. I got the uh, Mavericks over the Clippers in Dallas. Uh, Mavericks minus six and a half. I'm going to take that one. They had some changes. Right. I'm still, I like that. And I also am going to take the Warriors. The Knicks are out there at uh, in San Francisco tonight, Chris. The Warriors coming off a tough loss. Right. Got beat down by Utah. Yeah, they'll at, bounce back. And not, nine and a half. So it's Ooh. under 10. I, I can do that on the road. Knicks on the road. No. So there you go. Shekel City. Remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you. I'm not telling you who to bet on. One more time. I'm (laughs) not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on. All right, Rob. You mentioned the Lakers. And James Worthy, the the Hall of Famer, top 50 player, top 75 player. Chris, I love watching the post-game show on Spectrum Sports LA when they lose. I'm telling you, because James Worthy... He'll tell it like it is, he, He's right? not... He's, he's a, hey, he played on a team. I know he loves the Lakers, but when they put a stinker out there, right. he talks about it. And he said last night... Now, James Worthy joined the Lakers in what? 83 or something like that? And he said last night that that was the worst loss he's ever seen. Yep. Of the Lakers, that's that's forty years, Rob, and it was bad. I, I that's a horrible loss because it'd be one thing if you're playing pretty well, you're on the second night of a back to back, things are going good, and you know you go in there, you take them lightly because they're got trades and new players and guys you don't know, and they beat you. But the Lakers were on alert; they had just lost badly. To Milwaukee. That's why I thought LeBron they were LeBron had talked about how, you know, they got he made comments that's like, man, they got to turn this thing around. And they go in there and get beat by the Venice by Beach who? All-Stars? I mean, really? That was a horrible loss. And, and Rob, you know what it told you? Because everybody, look, the whipping boy all year has been Russell Westbrook. And – in some ways, justified. But for he didn't sure. play last night, and they still lost. LeBron had six turnovers. They had 21, I think, as a team. AD didn't AD, shoot in the fourth quarter. Chris, AD what was took that? 10 or 11. The last two games against Milwaukee and, and last night against Portland, he's taken 21 shots combined. You're not going to win like he that. He shot 76%. He's making shots. He's like eight, made eight shots each night, but he's not shooting. Why? This is what we talked about. He's supposed to be the top dog, and he ain't got no dog in him. He doesn't. No, I'm I'm not going to argue with you because he keeps demonstrating it when we thought he was going to come back. You remember after they won the championship and be an MVP candidate? That's what we thought. I think LeBron thought that. Look, if LeBron was your second best player right now, you might be in pretty good shape. But LeBron's putting up numbers – but he's not the same player. So anybody out there say, oh, LeBron's still as great as he was five, ten years ago. Stop it. He's not. 
All right, he doesn't control the game like he used to. He's putting up nice numbers, though. We got two hours left of the eye couple. Y'all know what to do. Lock it!